Welcome to the uh, <laughs> shortest intro ever. I love it. I've never been on an elevator before. NPR. <laughs> I mean, it makes us feel sound so distinguished and stuff. Hmm. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Shallow yes. yes. and pedantic. <laughs> Shallow and pedantic. pedantic. Mm. Friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. Friends become friends. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a little better off for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Sinead O'Connor's dead. Who's got money on suicide? Oh, I guarantee it was. She's been. She was diagnosed as bipolar like ten years ago, and then her son committed suicide like a year and a half ago. And it fucked her up pretty bad. So it's, nah, it's either going to be nah. suicide or uh, drug overdose, which nah. I count on the same thing. Natural causes. Natural causes. Murdered by the fucking Catholic Church. So. Well, I mean, you know, well, if you're murdered by the Catholic Church, then naturally you die. That's kind of how that works. So it's still mm-hmm. natural causes. <laughs> it's natural. Naturally. Heart, yeah, you bled out. Your heart couldn't pump anything and your there brain you didn't get oxygen and... You died from natural. Natural, causes. you died. Yeah, Allegedly. I was. I think it was. I think she got big like in '87. So I was like 13, and I remember I would. I watched the episode of uh, Saturday Night Live where she she's singing. I don't know if it was Nothing Compares or the other song she had that I can't remember, but uh, she tore up a picture of the Pope, and uh, dude, that was like big fucking shit back then, man. That 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 sent ripples. It was. I mean, looking back at it now, it was tame as fuck. But she was like uh, protesting the uh, Catholic Church's. Well, I mean, she was basically saying, "Hey, they're they're molesting children and shit." So, and uh, plus, she's Irish, and you know, there's been some contention there between the old Irish, uh, the old Irish car bomb. So, yeah, it was a big deal. Uh-oh. Is that a thing? What, oh, the Irish no. oh, like oh, the Irish. What? Like what? Irish versus the Catholic Church. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Yeah. It's a little bit. Well, the Irish, it's... Hold on. Let me make sure that I'm... Make sure that I'm saying this right. It's the Irish and I think Protestants or something. Uh, yeah, so they're on the same Irish. side as the Catholic Church. Sounds right. Yeah, it's the yeah, they're good friends. <laughs> yeah, the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, uh, Anglo-Irish War, Republican Army, British forces, uh, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think it was like a civil war. I don't know. They they're a, the Irish are a funny group. We're we're a funny we're a funny people. Us Irish. And I'm pretty far removed, and I'm still kind of funny. So yeah, why can't why can't you be normal like a Scottish folk? <laughs> yeah, why, don't have, why don't you have a O in front of your last name, like <laughs> Oh Shithead or something? Oh, Shaughnessy. Oh, uh, funny thing. Uh, if there was an O in my last name, I would be a uh, wealthy banker. But no, I had to go with the A and not the O. <laughs> I like wah, wah. So, Robbie O. Caldwell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Robbie O. Caldwell. 
Oh, okay. Cool. I love it. Anchor. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, 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 Robbie O. Caldwell. Yeah, the o. Caldwell. famous o. O. Caldwell. The O. Caldwell. Yeah, the O. Caldwell C. bankers. C. 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 Senor. Uh, at least I'm not uh, Jason Aldente or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah, that dude. That's so. There's uh, there's something called the Streisand effect, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Aldine is uh, definitely. So the Streisand effect is is basically like if someone tells you uh, not to look at something or do something or say something, you're immediately going to do it. And so that song has been out for um, months and wasn't even written by him. Like, like most country music, it was written by a fucking group of ghostwriters and nobody has said a fucking word about it until all of a sudden, Hey, this, you know, you're not allowed to listen to this song. Anyway, they're talking about it at work today the listenership of that song has gone up like 998% um, since, uh, uh, since the controversy over it. Right. Good job guys. Good job. <laughs> you got I, don't know. I just, uh, I just know I chose a very poor time to reactivate Facebook. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is this shit? And why should I care about some Jason Aldean? Wow, this is the first time I've ever heard of you. are just making the controversy up. He had a song that I covered in a band. I was I started singing in a band when I was in Alabama for a short period of time, and uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was a decent little song, but again, I'm sure it was written by Ghost Riders. Country music nowadays, dude, fucking kills me. You know, because it's like uh, I wish it would kill them. Oh, I mean, yeah, same. it's got, uh, it's got a couple of buzzwords that they use. And like this motherfucker's like, you know, you're riding my tractor and he's wearing $3,000 fucking boots, you know? And it's like talking about the working man and the working class and all this shit. Most of these motherfuckers ain't ever seen a hard day's work. It ain't the country that it was dude. Country 40 years ago was pretty decent in my opinion. Like I, I grew up on, Conway Twitty um, and uh, Dolly Parton and people like that. And uh, I actually like some of that old outlaw country music, but I saw this, uh, I saw this meme and it was like, uh, this new uh, folk indie music is just country music for people that don't like police. And I was like, well, country music used to be for people that don't like police. police. Yeah, absolutely. It was outlaw country, you know? Um, Hell, look at the lyrics of uh, Dukes of Hazard. you know? The Waylon Jennings. Uh, that's what got me back into country and folk music was COVID. Just felt nostalgic for the shit that I grew up listening to with my parents. I think mm-hmm. it was called like Country Gold Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. And 70s and 80s country music, with the exception of David Allen Coe, is uh, it's pretty entertaining. It's an actual story as opposed to... Uh, like the meme I sent the other day, truck go vroom and gun go boom. I'm Christian white nationalist. And here we are. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm seeing a woman and she says, I love country music. Yeah, we're not going to get along. So, because I just, I can't stand new country. And like you said, it 
it does have a message. Now, whether or not that song was meant to to be a racist tirade, I listened to the song. I honestly think it's a it's a weak argument. Um, I don't think it was the song itself. I think everybody had problems with the fact they used a Black Lives Matters protest, and I think they used the courthouse where one of the guys were hanged. Yeah, they used uh, like a lynching site in the music yeah. video. Yeah. Well, good luck finding a place in the South where someone wasn't lynched to shoot a music video. <laughs> yeah, no, man, states' be, rights, states' rights. At some point. And yeah. you've got, and you're probably right, it was probably the video that really, and, and I guess his argument was, you know, it's all actual news footage. Well, yeah, it is, but I think artists especially bigger artists, you have a responsibility to be careful about what you say and do, because there's a lot of nut jobs out there that really can misconstrue um, things. And I know you can't be held responsible for it necessarily. I'm not saying that they should be held responsible, but I think you should be careful. You got to be careful when you're in that position, what you say and what you do, because there are people that, that are mentally unhealthy, emotionally unhealthy, and they they pay way too much fucking attention, <clears throat> excuse me, to what you say and what you do. Um, but his his demographic, he ain't going to lose no record sales. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't I think just... he convinced anyone to be racist. No, no. I don't think there are people that are like uh... on the fence about whether or not they should be racist shitheads lessons and pandering <laughs> right exactly as i said it it he'll make more money and fans there are people that had never heard of jason aldean that hurt you know saw the controversy and and nowadays it's all about and i, I said something about this a couple of years ago if, if somebody else's pain brings you joy you're you're kind of a fuckhead and if you're like I don't give a fuck about anything they say or do. I just, I hate liberals, right? Or I hate conservatives. You're part of the problem, right? And th that's what gets me is, oh, well, if me liking this song or going to see this movie pisses off a liberal, then I'm going to go do it. Well, then you're part of the problem because you're just... You can be a hard L, you can be a hard R. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm not a to the extremes, rarely a good thing. That's we gotta stop opinion. saying hard R on the podcast, guys. <laughs> Do we though? Do I, we? No, I guess not. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Until somebody asks us what we mean. Do we? So, um, for for the record, for clarity, we're referring to the word Republican, which actually is. Well, like I said, you can be a hard L too. You can be a hard L. So, which would actually would that be a hard D? Yeah, that's a hard D. That's yeah. where. You, you read my freaking mind. Good call. Good Trust call. me. If I know of one thing that's on Doug's mind, it's the hard D. All right, so. enough dicking around. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I think anytime extremism gets into anything, it fucks it up. It makes it, it, makes it all fucked up, man. I just, that's why I fucking hate politics nowadays. Just fuck politics so, in general. It's all bullshit. This is going to sound very weird for me to say, but doubt, doubt. <laughs> but you live a very boring life 
if your whole existence is to piss off other people and that's the only thing that you ever want to do yeah that i does know that's hypocritical for you me to say. Yeah. yeah coming from you that's that's kind of hard to swallow almost like the hard d all but... i'm saying is that i'm a boring person it's your man well, the thing about politics is that if you um, if you have beliefs, you know, whatever, and, and you can have discussions and maybe change your beliefs, that's one thing. But when you when you make them your personality, you're not going to listen to shit. Right. And and if your whole life right is revolved around pissing off that other side, you're never going to listen and <clears throat> you're never going to learn. You're never going to grow. So I just I don't have much much use for you i guess at that point so it's just it's become such a fucking shit show dude so as i was saying after about not even a full week i'm already regretting my choice to reactivate facebook (laughs) i use it to plan jeep trips with friends so it's about the extent of it Um, i've just learned to avoid the whole timeline and hide everybody in it there you go I like deleting people. Didn't you delete me on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Why? Well, <laughs> you're kind of a dick. So setting boundaries and being honest with people has been a lot of fun over the last year. So I can't, can't lie and say I don't uh, enjoy it a little bit. So. Well, no, it's Speaking. good for my mental health to establish boundaries like that. Speaking of boundaries. <laughs> Did anyone watch the congressional hearing thing on UFOs yesterday? I could tell you if I watched it, if we were in a skiff together right now. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. Um, That's good. As I stated in my public uh, interview, um, yes, I did watch it. So uh, it was really fascinating and it, and it brought up a lot of uh, conversation at work and, You know, it's fun that most of the people that are just completely against the idea of of alien life forms, and I'm sure this is a complete coincidence, um, all tend to be those white Christian nationalists that we spoke of earlier, right? And I think it's because the idea of aliens kind of blows their their little black book away, right? It kind of, but it doesn't. See, that's the thing is, in my opinion, it doesn't. Because if you have a God and he's creating life, it never says in the Bible that you're the only fucking planet that he did or that you're the only life forms that he made, right? It never says that to my knowledge. Um, it's been 40 fucking years since I've read the Bible. All um, I know is that it says that if a man lays with a man like he lays with the woman, then he must be stoned. And I was like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not gay if you're high. So. Yeah. It's just, you know, it just, it's not, that's how that works. Um, so I think well, that, I don't think that it's, it's mutually exclusive. I don't think that, that, that it says that, but that's, that really bugs them for some reason. <clears throat> well, it just, you, you know how that goes and it goes back to the politics thing that we were talking about earlier. And it almost doesn't matter what it is if it's perceived to be supported by a side. If it's on your side, then you're like, oh, this thing that I was completely unaware of before, I'm all about it because my side <laughs> supports it. 
And if it's on the other side, it does not matter what it is as well. Right. And they'll be against it. That goes back to your extremism, right? And and why that ruins politics because you can't ever get. But what was interesting, if you guys, and, and I know you guys watched it, and I'm sure you noticed this, is that was a bipartisan panel. You had Matt Gates, you had Ocasio, which I'm pretty sure those two are fucking in the background. Um, And all of them seemed very pro to the idea that, you know, there's been UFOs and shit. I believe there has been. Um, We've talked about Stephen, Dr. Stephen Greer on this, on the podcast before, I think. And uh, I highly recommend, he's got some documentaries on Amazon Prime, I think it is. Don't uh, do it. Don't do it. He's a scam artist. Don't watch him. <laughs> Don't you dare. He, call dropped, he dropped two flares out of a plane and told everyone they were UFOs. And then, <laughs> then, he made an, then he made an institute called C-SETI, so everyone would think it was affiliated with SETI. Where, where are you getting this information? He sir? says he can summon aliens, and he's the only he's, one who can do it if well, you pay him $8,000. Dude, no. he says it all the time. Yes, yeah. he says that he... Yes, yeah. he said... Yeah, they abducted me and I met with them and we made an agreement that now I can summon them at will at any time. I've never, you're going to have to, you're going to have to provide proof, sir. I will. But he did say that. I was like, I I don't, this guy sounds like he's from North Carolina. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Somehow I knew it was coming back to that. (laughs) Hey, y'all, just pay me $8,000 and uh, I'll introduce you to uh, ET. Tay Tay, yeah. His organization is called C-SETI. It's also called CE5, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Because it's one better than the... the Plus one. (laughs) Plus one. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, plus one. Well, despite despite Adam's erroneous um, comments, uh, I think that I I like watching him because there is a lot of... He has a lot of documentation, but it's... uh, when you watch some of the people who gets into these documentaries, um, by the end of it, you're going, I, okay. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, you know, I believe all of it, but there's big chunks that just make sense. And in Doug, you know, we've talked about the, I, I was asking somebody today, cause what they were talking about was the Salarian hypothesis. They just didn't know that that's what they were talking about. And they were talking about Atlantis and things existing long before, you know, uh, modern archaeologists, present day archaeologists or whatever the f- phrase was. Um, mainstream, mainstream archaeologists. That's it. Sorry. I was about mainstream to say, if you watch that documentary, you heard uh, that uh, <laughs> that phrase about 186,000 times because I don't think he could go three minutes without saying without it. mainstream archaeologist. That yeah. was my only pet peeve about the entire thing. And no, I get it's it. Like, Dude, like that I get it. Me. Right. Yeah. Mainstream archaeologist. We can we just we can skip that now. Them, just say them. So the Salarian hypothesis is basically a theory that um, an advanced life form, be it human or otherwise, um, existed on this planet long before um, humans or or, or, or modern day. Uh, technology, right? And that we've just never found any of their stuff because we live on a giant ball of molten nonsense in a middle of a vacuum. And like, when you think about it like that, it really puts shit into perspective for me. Um, And, you know, uh, mainstream archaeologists don't like that idea. They say it's inconceivable was one of the words I saw used. 
<laughs> I was like, wow. Cause you just can't say that without thinking about the princess bride inconceivable. Um, but I, I think that it is conceivable. I think it is that there's potential for it. I mean, um, and if it's the documentary, I think you're talking about Doug, it's the one you turned me on to where they, the guy goes in and he, he shows different, uh, like remnants and stuff that can't really be explained and things that have been dated that can't be explained with, with, you know, like there's a place out in like Machu Picchu or something. It's this giant settlement that just predates fucking everything, you know, and the architecture is just way more advanced than anything else that, that they found even after that. Go Becky Tepley, I think was the name. Is of that it. it? You know, the one, yeah, the one I'm talking about, the big on top of the mountain or whatever. Well, and, uh, this, well, this one wasn't the one that was because, you know, they did some stuff that was on top of a mountain, but those were aligned to look at certain regions of stars. Oh, and yeah. That as was the, the stars thing. realigned, they built new ones. Um, yeah. So you wound up with this weird freaking complex of, you know, they were just basically watching this one particular section of sky. Yeah. Um, now, the, Gebeki Tepley. Um, I think I dated her had, in high school. Yeah, that. <laughs> she was it was uh, approximately 12,000 years ago, which would predate. Uh, Babylon, Samaria, which, you know, uh, archaeology kind of planted its flag in that and said, what kind you know, of archaeology, this, this, I'm not going to say it because I don't <laughs> want to hear it again. <laughs> they, 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 archaeology sort of planted their flag, uh, you know, with uh, Babylon and Samaria saying that that was the start of civilization. Like modern but, civilization. Right. But, you know, the uh, the that particular Netflix documentary, it basically said that some of this crap is a repeating cycle. And, mm. uh, you know, it, we uh, build up civilization. Some sort of natural disaster happens. It tears it all down. And then, you know, just through the course of survival and, you know, what people have available... Uh, you sort of lose that knowledge, lose that technology. You start all over again, and it's been a repeating cycle for quite some time. And their uh, hypothesis was based on the younger Dryas period, where you know apparently there's a particular region of space that we go through like once every twelve to fifteen thousand years or so. It has a lot of asteroid debris, what have you. So we get more strikes. So their theory is, okay, we built civilization. We did things, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, uh, the society would get advanced enough to the point where they knew the shit was coming. They would take certain measures to preserve themselves. But planet-wide catastrophe, you know, if you're the schmuck in a bunker and you know how to rebuild civilization and all of that, you go out to a new group of people. They're sitting there living in the freaking, you know, mud huts, grass huts, mm-hmm. don't know how to farm, don't know how to do any of the above. You show them how to do that. And that restarts civilization. Well, and I've heard the argument that 
well, how would you just forget uh, a civilization like that exists? And first of all, you're talking right 12,000 years. Second of all, go ask, go ask teenagers now or people in their early 20s, go ask them about World War II. Go ask them specifics about World War II. Go ask them specifics about the Holocaust. There are, there are plenty of young adults that cannot answer basic questions who, who, who were involved, like who, who was the Axis, who was the Allies, except, uh, you know, et cetera. So if in today's world with information everywhere at your fingertips, history over 100 years can fade out of people's minds, then yes, you can completely lose the knowledge over 12,000 fucking years, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I think there's a... Well, I mean, if anybody's having a problem with that, um, the classic one, because you're, you know, you'll constantly see videos and clickbait shit that's like, you know, uh, technologies that mankind has forgotten. And mm -hmm. you'll see uh, things included in the list like Greek fire. Um like the dodecahedrons that they find in uh, Rome, Italy, places like that. They all have different size holes and knobs on the side. Yeah, they do. Nobody can fucking explain what they're used for. Right. And, and we have the internet. We have scholars that study all of this kind of shit all day long. But because somebody who knew what was going on didn't pass that knowledge along or that society died out or went in decline. And then things get buried, uh, you know, and that, that knowledge is forgotten. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you scorch the fucking earth a couple of times with, uh, you know, an asteroid impact, a solar flare, fucking who knows, man, nuclear war, who knows? It's kind of um, like the uh, three seashells. Nobody really knows how. Nobody really knows, right? So, Taco Bell. Mm. Um, I, I think that it's human arrogance. I think I think the idea that uh, you know none of that could exist, we would know. Um, none of these aliens can exist because we would know. How do we know the aliens aren't us from twelve thousand years ago? You know, bounce to another planet, and oh well, because we can't travel that fast. No, we can't. So, but somebody might be able to, right? Mm -hmm. Electron engines, um, uh, folding space. We don't, physics, you know, the shit we know about physics now, uh, 10,000 years from now may change completely as you find new minerals and new technology and new things. Um, I just think it's, it's hubris on the, on the, the, the part of humanity. And it's why over the last, you know, several we we've been on this planet if 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 the planet's existence as we know it or we're, we're a clock we've been on the face of the planet for about four fucking seconds and yet somehow we've wiped out several hundred different species i mean we're well, human beings in general are not real fantastic if we were another race looking at at the planet from a objective point of view we would probably think that humans were pretty shitty um, you know, well, I'm just saying. That's what I want to know 
more than anything um, is, okay, let's say that aliens are a thing and we found out a whole bunch of shit yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, That let's just say, as opposed to in the world where, as opposed to the guy who is a former intelligence officer who was up there along with two other people, um, let's say that aliens actually showed up for the freaking hearing. (laughs) I would be really curious what they would say about humanity. Oh, yeah. I I can't imagine it would be positive because we we kill each other, uh, you know, you think about it, right? Water is free. Land is free. Food is free. Shelter with a little bit of labor is free. And yet somehow we have monetized and commoditized all of it because of greed. You know, um, I, I just don't, I just don't see humans. Well, we're, we're curing cancer. We're causing cancer. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. just. Yeah, yeah. So that we can cure it. So that we can cure it and make lots of money. Exactly. Um, if you watch so those we are the cancer? Do what? So we are the cancer? Well, no, I, was, I, mean, I was born in September. It, so Get you're out. a Virgo. Yeah. Libra. Um, Libra. Oh, you're at the, the end of the end of September. Um, if uh, if you look at those documentaries, one of the things that a lot of these like Air Force uh, or, or these military witnesses that they have, there have been several claims that UFOs tend to like to uh, meander around nuclear uh, devices, nuclear weapons, things like that. And disarm them and shit. And disarm them. Yeah. So far, there's been several um, instances where they've been told that, you know, they're sitting there and all of a sudden they're in, the entire nuclear arsenal just goes into this unresponsive state um, that when the aliens are around, they just shut down nuclear silos. Um, now, these could also be human beings that have alien technology or just fucking around to see what they can do. Uh, but if they are extraterrestrials, if they are aliens, um, it's interesting that their first thought is to shut down the nuclear weapons, right? And again, if these are human beings that left the planet 12, 15, 20,000 years ago, maybe they know what we did with nukes once already. Like, yeah, we've, we've, been, we've been around this block. We know what these do. You know, you need to shut these the fuck down. Um, I... I I'm curious as to how it all plays out. Um, like I said, if, and even if it is human technology that has been reverse engineered or, or is just being played out a little bit, we still know then that aliens exist. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm real curious to see what happens because just like with politics, you're, you're uneducated, you're going to have both sides, right? You're going to have like in the movies where there's the people stand, I think it's independence day where they're standing on the side of the the street with the signs that say, take me, you know, and shit like that. And just love the aliens. Oh, I want to love the aliens. They're smarter than us. And then you're going to have the, the uneducated backwoods fucking rednecks that, you know, would treat them like they do any other minority. <laughs> so um, it, it'll be curious to see how the planet reacts, but I, you know, I, I was in Ure, I was in the San Juan mountains and 
But one of the nights around 10 o'clock, we went up to the top of one of the peaks just to see the stars. And I'm, I'm standing there looking out into the Milky Way. And you look out in that and, and the idea, if every star is a sun, right? And that's what I was always taught um, of varying sizes. You look at that and you see how many fucking suns are out there and you go, there's just no way we're it. And again, if, and I've said this a thousand times, if humanity is the, the peak of existence, <laughs> God failed. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Um, well, I mean, if you want to look into it, um, something, uh, you know, a fairly simple concept. Um, you've got Venus and you've got the Earth. We're pretty relatively close. Um, and we've got a lot of the same building blocks. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of evidence that at one time there was a there was water on Venus. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now currently, it's because of where it is. Uh, it's thick crust. Crusty. It's relatively slow rotation because uh, it, you know, if you if you count a a rotation along the axis of a planet as a day one day on venus takes like 243 earth days if Mm -hmm. i remember right Uh, and since it doesn't rotate it's just getting beat up with the sun all the time uh it got its all its water boiled off it doesn't have a terribly strong magnetic field which just basically blew all the water off out into space um and you know literally because we have uh, you, you know that rotating uh liquid iron core mm-hmm. uh that we've got this nice big magnetic field uh we got smacked by another cosmic body early on which basically formed a moon which helped with tides and everything else uh it's you know it's just a a few kind of like dna you know you flip this one gene this way or one gene that way and drastic shit happens sure you just change a couple of those conditions and we're this you know uh, we're a planet that's built for life and the only thing if there's any life on venus it's extremophiles Right, yeah. it wouldn't be carbon-based mammal humans running around. No, you might have some microorganisms or something that's very deep in the crust, but the whole planet's hot as shit. So, God but over forbid. time, but over time, over tens of thousands or millions of years or whatever, and billions and yeah, sure, something, yeah. something, not carbon-based, but something sentient could come out of that at some point or could fucking be there already for all we know. Um, and that's, we're a big chemistry experiment, right? Chemistry, gravity, biology, whatever. And I just think that maybe it's not life as we know it, or it's not like, I mean, we've come up with all these ideas of what aliens look like in critters and creatures. And of course we have absolutely no fucking idea. Um, what that, like you said, like what all those variables could have created somewhere else out in the cosmos somewhere. Right. Um, I, for one, would love to meet aliens and find out that there's more out there than, than, than what's here. I think that that would be 
awesome unless they come out looking like you know the xenomorphs from aliens in which case they can just stay where the fuck they're at whoa whoa dan is xenophobic i am i am i am xenophobic wow, it is true dan wow whatever jennings corporation i'm just saying if if it's good enough for Wayland Utani, it's good enough for me. So, Sigourney Weaver, twenty twenty four, make the Prometheus great again. <laughs> Let me ask you a goofy question: Have you? Did you ever this see podcast, that? Sir. <laughs> yeah, that did you ever see that uh, movie on Amazon Prime? I think it was the Tomorrow War. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think if you were if you were going to develop a biological weapon, something like that would be it. Absolutely. I th- I that's not a great movie by any means, but the uh the the basics of the biological weapon were pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah. I mean, because you think about it, it had a queen, you know, one thing capable of reproduction. Mhm. It had a whole bunch of drones that worked for it. And in the span of like five years, 10 years, whenever they like, however their timeline went, when they started fighting those things, those things had basically reproduced enough to cover the planet. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you wanted to engineer the perfect biological weapon to get rid of all sentient species on a planet. The only thing that you would have to do is drop something like that on it, let it start reproducing, eating everything for lunch, you know, any mammals, any whatever that it can find. And then it goes through. And then if it doesn't have another food source, well, you just wait a certain number of years, let the whole thing die off. And then you, come in afterwards and the only thing left on the shit is plant life. And then you seed whatever in the hell you want to seed. plant life. It's basically humans. Yeah. To some degree. (laughs) It's kind of what we do, right? We clear cut and put up, uh, what, what kills me is that we're, we're destroying the planet or we're, we're, we're not destroying the planet. We're contaminating the planet that we need to live. You know, like when we go through and we clear cut the Amazon forest and it's like, that's cool. It just, you know, produces something like 80% of the fucking oxygen on the entire planet, but by all means cut it down. Um, I'm not a tree hugging hard L by any means, hard but D. I do believe hard D hard D, but I do believe in a little bit of conservation Right. And for the uh, the white Christian nationalists out there, the Bible says you're supposed to be a good steward. Um, so you're saying you're more of a uh, sunny D? I'm more of a sunny D. Yeah, I need that. I need that sunny D in my life. So um, you are conservative. I uh, yes, I am conservative when it comes to the planet that is supporting my life. <laughs> Um, you know, and I'm not saying ban all fucking diesel vehicles and shit like that. But yeah, if you can make them cleaner, make them cleaner. If you can recycle, recycle. Um, if we can use energy efficient devices, uh, you know, what was it that when, when Xbox went into energy efficient mode and there were a bunch of people that were a bunch of conservatives that were trying to cancel Xbox. (laughs) 
um, for I being a it, bunch yeah. of green liberal motherfuckers and all that. And I was like, no, no, that's, you know, there's no point in wasting electricity. There's no point in burning more coal and oil than we have to. I want to pay more for my fucking power bill because that's my right. right. Because that's my right as a goddamn Christian. Hell Um, yeah, Batman. (laughs) Hell yeah, Batman. It's your right as what? As a Christian. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to. They don't either. Revelations 2220 or something. Yeah, exactly. It said I I can pay what I want. I thought this Dan was America. Said, Dan said, that's my right as a goddamn Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, goddamn right, son. Hell yeah, Batman. Yeah, hey, I guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, two of my favorite hobbies involve burning gasoline. I have a motorcycle and a Jeep. So I'm not, I'm not Greta Thumsburg over here, right? But I do believe in... Um, you know, it's like the uh, Colorado has a, uh, uh, a plastic bag uh, tax now. If you if you want to use a plastic bag at the grocery store, it costs you ten cents extra. And as of January 2024, and some of the WalMarts have already done this, but as of January 2024, in the state of Colorado, you cannot use uh, stores cannot provide or even sell plastic bags. Right? Okay. See, here's the problem I have with this, is that those plastic bags... Okay, so I went and bought a bunch of the fabric bags, right? Do you know what I put in those fabric bags? A bunch of plastic containers, a bunch of plastic-wrapped food, a bunch of plastic bottles. (laughs) Like, what? Right, but before you were putting all the plastic stuff in an additional layer of plastic. Yeah, but... It's helping, right? Is it, though? (laughs) Baby steps, I mean. I mean, come on, man. Let's get back to glass and and paper bags. But then there's a lot of evidence. Um, I saw a a guy the other day. He was saying, the best thing you can do for the planet is stop recycling your plastic. And basically, his point was, is that it is still cheaper to use petroleum byproducts to create new plastic containers than it is to recycle old plastic containers. So what we're doing is we are paying other countries to take our plastic waste that, that we're supposed to be recycling. And that's it, it's in these other countries ending up in the water supplies, ending up in the oceans, ending up in the, in the forests okay. and things like that. I know Canada was sending all their plastic to the Philippines for a while, there, and then there you go. Yeah, so it makes they more stopped. Sense. Yeah, because yeah. the Philippines said we don't have any fucking where else to put it. Yeah, the yeah, money's not doing us any good. Yeah, yeah. So, and and that's something you can go look up, right? If if you're a, a hard D and you don't want to believe me, do your own the point research. Is, it makes yeah, do your own research but it makes more sense to just bury the shit and let it break down. Yes. I understand it takes a gajillion years for fucking plastic to break down. But the point is, is that at least it's under the ground and it will break down eventually. Um, And then there were the, uh, what was it? The uh, caterpillars, I think it was, or something like that. They could eat and digest plastic. Yeah. There's some sort of worm. Yeah. That that they had screwed around with. And then that, They've found other things 
out in the ocean, various uh, microorganisms that are, you know, it just by nature of evolution, you put enough of that shit out there. Yeah, right. Give it something's enough time. Out how to eat it. <laughs> something's going to figure out how to eat it. Um, oh, so we're good. We can just put it in the ocean. Right. Well, my, my theory <laughs> right. on these worms, right. caterpillars, whatever they were, is what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, it's you like know, they have discovered some bacteria that can basically consume oil and break it down into carbon dioxide or something of that effect. Mm-hmm. But And again, what could go wrong? And what will it evolve to eat next? <laughs> uh, next week on the Sci-Fi Channel. Or right, next before movie. you know it, these, these fucking things are eating all of the oil and all of the plastic. You know, you can't, you're, you well, come home and your TV's half dissolved. <laughs> no, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. So they got all these microplastics in us. I'm, I'm for a sci-fi movie going in my head. I'm, I like where yeah. this is going. I like where I this like, is going. Wait, wait, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't leak it on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sci-fi. Sci-fi channel. Call us. Call us. We got this. Sponsored by Sci-Fi, not Monster. <laughs> oh, God. If Sci-Fi did it, it, there would be new plastic shark you know oh, yeah. to- ian zeering would be fucking ian zeering would be in it yeah and- you've I'm had okay with this i'm okay right? i'm just saying as long as i get royalties what ghost shark shark to puss super <laughs> shark i'll put some uh, shark to your puss ghost shark they, uh, you said ghost shark Tara Reed in it Fuck ghost- yeah. no it's ghost shark and then ghost in the shark it's a new Good. uh graphic novel <laughs> Ghost in the Shark. <laughs> Is that going to have uh, Scarlett Johansson in it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we just lost ninety-eight percent of the three people that listen. I have a question. <laughs> of course you do. So, uh, so uh, science says all the dinosaurs went extinct, right? Mm-hmm. And then they said uh, birds are descendants of uh, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not how extinction works. Well, all the Neanderthals—all so the Neanderthals went extinct, but we are descendants of Neanderthals. I beg to differ, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I bumped into one at the store the other day. Possibly one. Yeah. Of so yeah. it is possible that uh, birds, or what turned into birds, but weren't quite dinosaurs. Um, did start to evolve prior to the quote unquote original dinosaurs going uh, extinct. But I do understand where your thought process came from. So I don't get it. If they all went extinct, how do we have their descendants right here? Well, again, one of the, one of those two statements is false. Neanderthals went extinct. You cannot go find a Neanderthal, but we are direct descendants of Neanderthals. They fucked around and they branched out. There you go. Yeah, it's we're not necessarily direct descendants, but there was a a commingling of uh, pieces of wood in the pile. Did you know that that if you are allergic to peanuts, there is a solid chance that your ancestors commingled with some Neanderthals? Yeah. Yeah. You're also probably allergic to shellfish, too. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, those two things correlate pretty strongly. Hmm. Shellfish. What about the glutens? Any the other glutens. fun facts? 
<laughs> we've hit a new segment now. We've hit Fun a new. Fact. Yeah, we the blunt rotation has now come around to where we're just sharing. <laughs> Random facts. But have you ever seen a peanut allergy on weed? <laughs> Did you know that they are making Once. a second? Um, uh, fuck, what was that movie called? Um, Give me day. something. Uh, with with uh, the other guys. Those people. <laughs> those people. Goodwill hunting. Those people. Um, Matt Damon. Edward, Dave, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle <laughs> and the weed and killer and the horse. Buttercup. Oh yeah. I, I, I don't know the movie you're talking about. Oh God. And the whole thing was based around weed. And Yeah. It was, I hate uh, those movies. Not dazed and confused, but um, half baked. Yeah. Half baked. They're making Never a seen. sequel. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. Full baked. Full baked. Yeah, fully baked. You yeah. never go full baked. You never go full baked. That is true. <sighs> well, there was that one time, but we don't, <laughs> we don't have enough time. That was a long I was, time ago. I was I never a fan of the, uh, like the weed movies that are just like all, like all about weed. Weed. I don't like them. Why not? Because it, like, uh, it's not much of a movie to be like, "Hey, bro, uh, getting high is a thing that exists." <laughs> but it's the funny, quirky adventures of while they're high. That's the thing. Yeah. Quirky and unique, not like the other movies. Yeah, not like every other stoner comedy where. Yeah, you're quirky and unique, just like everybody else. <laughs> oh, forget oh, it. Have you watched so many that you're burnt out on the genre? Is that what it is, or just never liked them to begin with? Burnt out. I never out. really liked them. And you're no, I'm not out burnt out on that genre. No. Burnt, burnt out. Burn yeah. one. Well done. Well done. Action about now. Yes. Love when I hear. Love when I hear somebody laugh like that. <laughs> I don't smoke weed. <laughs> so 7-Eleven earlier. <laughs> yeah. 7-Eleven. I think there's some never conspiracy really, going on there. never really appreciated that place till I moved here. Yeah? Mine's so there. I get the stereotypes now. Oh, yeah. Every 7-Eleven here is a fucking sketchy stoner fucking stereotypical ran paradise. There's always that one guy in the uh, Sherpa outfit with uh, getting a big gulp and mm-hmm. two of the uh, taquitos. And <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, it is Colorado. So you could, you can find like a 20 year old white dude in a Sherpa. So yeah, fair enough. Or, or drug drug, one or the other. So Denver's so fucking ridiculous, dude. This whole state is fucking ridiculous. You know what I don't see at 7-Eleven here that I used to see a lot in the South? Hmm. The old uh, rose in a glass tube. <laughs> right next to the scrub daddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next to the tobacco only pipes. Yeah, wink, wink. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the female panties 
that are folded into the shape of a rose inside a glass tube. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Horny rhino goat weed. <laughs> Super mega rhino hard, long lasting yeah, Stay harder, longer. Girth stay hard and stamina. D. <laughs> stay hard, D. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like when my D stays hard longer. Hell yeah. Hell I yeah. like it when your D stays hard longer too. Yes, daddy. <laughs> no, here for you. No, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, be jealous. No. no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Maybe. No. Maybe. Oh yeah. Perhaps. All right, we've devolved into just rambling now. That's not good. Yeah, you got to know what they signed up for. How's the weather out there, guys? <laughs> oh, fucking hot. How is it there in the Carolinas? Yeah, fucking hot as well. Very yeah. humid. Yeah. Fucking fucking racists with your yeah. fucking weather. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My name is Doug Arnold and I do not move couches. Uh you're yeah, you do. Yeah. There's that one time. We you're all, gonna. We nope. all know. Yeah, nope. we all know how you love to fucking move a couch. Nope. So yeah, let's see. No, we'll have one more podcast before I move. Doug the couch mover, we call yeah. him. I'm getting ready to move, and Doug's going to move my couch. So. Yep, with a shovel after <laughs> I burn it to the fucking ground. As long as it gets this deposit back. I mean, that's the thing. Hey, listen, <laughs> as long as it gets to my new apartment, uh, you know, it is what it is. Now, I hired some people to come get the heavy stuff. I'm going to I'm move the boxes myself, which... Ironically, I made that decision, and then like two days ago, my hernia surgery, I will say scar for lack of a better explanation, just has been aching again for no reason. It, it does this. Yeah, that's, that, I think that's it's like your a body right? telling you that hey, moving all those boxes is going to be a bad idea. It'd be so, a bad idea, boy. Now, I'm going to say this out loud so that it works when two weeks from now it'll be a, when it'll you be have about a month started moving boxes and everything else mm-hmm. when you start talking about your 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 back problems or whatever it may be mm-hmm. uh, that there is a pre-existing record of me stating <laughs> This is a bad idea. Box, box <laughs> your shit up and then have other people come pick those boxes up and move them. Nah, it's expensive. It's going to be expensive enough getting my bed and shit moved. So, Oh, so you're saying like before they went extinct, birds had already split off from like the dinosaur kingdom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes, makes, sense. makes complete sense now, doesn't it? I thought I had a really good gotcha there for the scientific, nah. uh, for the mainstream archaeologists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured that's figured that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like I'm just a dummy. Well, you know. You're we a know Scientologist. We know. <laughs> we, we know where you went to school, Adam. We know I what, studied science. I'm a Scientologist. <laughs> 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 you know what the education is like back there in your in your hood. 
We know what 48th in education, baby. North Carolina, stand up. At least you're not Mississippi. Yeah. They're probably (laughs) 51st. So. (laughs) They can't even count that, huh? (laughs) Well, yeah. They just, they, uh, what they do is they take all the cousins that they've made out with, they multiply that by two, and then you get 51st. You get 51. I want you to think. You made out with half a cousin? <laughs> no, they were only a half cousin. Ah, I see, I see. They were a second well, cousin. Once well, he, what, Twice, he, yeah. he just made out with the bottom half. That's how that worked out. <laughs> I see, it's, that makes a like lot of sense. like this weird, twisted, organic abacus, you know? Yeah, it's so. like one of those uh, xenomorphs. It was a face hugger. <laughs> Well, what do you guys well, think? I think we're fucking done. I think we've been done. For <laughs> I think about we've, ten minutes. About, about ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, call me Ryan. I am done. But, but oh, that was. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Even our sound effects are weak tonight. <laughs> I hope the outro is a banger because that intro was. Eh. Yeah. Here's, here's the outro. You ready? Yeah, we're no. ready. <laughs>